Welcome back to the Dylan Kelly Sports and Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Dylan Kelly, and I am buzzing. If you follow me on Twitter, at DylanKelly9797, or you follow the podcast's Twitter, at DylanKellyShow, you seen me going off last night, and if you listen to the podcast, you know why. Because we hit two of four. I was all over the game last night. Zach Ertz, plus 220, hits in the first quarter. Jalen Hurts, plus 150, hits in the first quarter. I couldn't have been happier. Antonio Brown had a touchdown in the first quarter. I thought that was going to end up cashing for us. Had his two touchdowns for plus 500. If you listen to the pod, Jalen Hurts at plus 700 for two touchdowns. I said that was a great pick. That cashed. I wish I would have bet it, but I was happy that we got the one. The one thing I will say, Giovanni Bernard may have been the worst pick given out by a human of all time. And I will take that on the chin, throw the hand up. I was wrong on Gio Bernard, but at least we still cashed a couple tickets. But it's finally here. It's the week six final picks pod. So you're going to hear what I've locked in. Keep in mind that I only use Betway. I had a couple people being like, hey, you said Leonard Fournette was uh, minus money, but he's plus money on Bet365. I use Betway. And just to keep it simple, I don't want to shop around odds. I use Betway. It's the only app I use for now. If I switch over to Bet365, then guess what? This will become a Bet365 podcast where we use their odds. But for now, all the odds that I give out are on Betway. And I got all of these odds on Tuesday or Wednesday. So if they've changed, do not kill me. But the only one I will say is I'm confident in all these picks, even if they've changed by a point. The only one I'll say is if the Bills game gets to seven-point spread where the Bills are seven-point favorite, don't take it. But here we go, starting off with our picks. Quickly here, I do love the slate again this week. I loved it last week, but uh, not including the game last night, which was a good game, fun game to watch. I was I was really excited for it. There's six or seven games that I wouldn't mind watching by themselves this week, but that's just not how Sundays work. When you have money on the line, it, it you, you can't you can't just watch any game like you're watching what you have your money on. So into the picks we go, and I'm gonna switch it up this week. I'm gonna start with the spread picks, and my first pick, which I absolutely love, is the Cowboys minus four versus the New England Patriots. This one, in terms of logic, is pretty simple to me. The Cowboys score a ton against everybody, and the Patriots don't really score anything against anybody. So in terms of logic, there it is right there. The Cowboys score a ton of points. The Patriots don't score any. The Cowboys defense has actually showed up and been okay this year. The Patriots offense stinks. I always say it. Mac Jones, if you like watch, I don't know why everyone loves this guy. All the announcers, everyone in the league, they love this guy. If you love watching three-yard checkdowns, then guess what, guys? Mac Jones is your man. I hope you have fun with him in New England. But here we go. Back to the pick. The Cowboys, through five weeks, averaged the second most yards per game in the NFL. The Pats ranked 26th. The Cowboys are 11th in yards per game through the air. The Pats are 20th. The Cowboys are second in rush yards per game in the NFL. The Pats are 27th. And finally, the Cowboys averaged 34 points per game this season, second in the NFL, and the Pats averaged 19.2 points per game. Now, with all that being said, I understand this game is in Foxborough, which, I mean, it's like, whatever, big crowd, big big atmosphere, whatever. And that plays a huge factor. But, man, like, I have a hard time believing that this Pats D is going to be able to stop the train that is the Cowboys. Like I said, they put up points on everybody. It really doesn't matter who they play. 
Dak Prescott has thrown for seven touchdowns in the last two games and has 13 already on the season. It seems like he's completely over that injury from last season. He's even taken off a little bit. He's scrambling a little bit, rushing for a few yards, and he's not even the only one rolling right now. Zeke has been battling a knee injury, and he still has 253 rush yards and two touchdowns in the last two weeks. This guy's missing practices. He's battling knee injuries. He's going for treatment, and then he's going out there, and his little fat body is eaten on Sundays. He is eaten on Sundays. And guess what? He, uh, the, what, let's see, the Pats, uh, New England ranks 15th in NFL run defense, allowing 111 rushing yards per game through five weeks so far this season, which shows me if the Cowboys want to take the air out of the ball and control the game, they will. They have Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. With all that being said, lock in the first pick of the week, which is the Dallas Cowboys minus four versus the New England Patriots. My pick number two, it's also on the spread. Like I said, don't take this game if it gets up to about a seven point. I believe it's still at minus 5.5 right now on Betway, but the Bills minus 5.5 over the Tennessee Titans. Simply put, Josh Allen is all the way back. Guys looking for an MVP thing. Some podcaster, maybe by the name of Dylan Kelly, picked him for an MVP this year already. Tweeted out that future before the season even started. Him, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott. Those guys are playing okay. Anyways, back to the game. Um, He's all the way back, and it's not even just him. The whole team's rolling right now, and they have statistically one of the best offenses and defenses in the NFL. On defense, they only allowed 12.8 points per game through five weeks and and people don't really give them credit for shutting out the Dolphins and the Texans Texans but I sure as hell do and say whatever you want about Davis Mills and Jacoby Brissett but anytime you shut out an NFL team it's a huge deal those guys made an NFL team Jacoby Brissett's been around forever they know how to manufacture yards points they couldn't even get a point against this Buffalo defense and and it should be taken seriously. The D showed its teeth last week again, forcing four turnovers. Yes, four turnovers versus the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. They are for real. And yes, I know the Titans have Derrick Henry, and he runs the shit out of the ball. He absolutely pounds the ball. When you watch this guy run, it's insane. I don't understand how he doesn't get injured every single year. But the Bills are third overall in rushing yards against per game, and they only allow 78.4 yards. So it's not even going to be an easy day for Henry. And although I will concede he is a beast and he's probably going to have 100 yards because that's just what he does, I don't think that they're going to be able to keep up with the Bills on offense. And quickly before I get into the Bills offense, the Titans seem to have so much potential on offense before this season, especially once they got Julio Jones. You see that uh, connection between A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, and everyone thought Ryan Tannehill, me including, was going to maybe take a step now that he had some weapons to throw to, but he just hasn't. It just hasn't panned out so far. And like, let's see, like the pass catchers, um, the, none of them have panned out so far. A.J. Brown has failed to have more than four catches or 50 yards. Not and four catches or 50 yards in a game. He's also been in and out with a hammy injury, and so is Jones. So the hammy brothers have just been hobbling around Tennessee, and that's why I like the Bills here. Um, into the Bills' offense, it's just so fun to watch. And, and everyone in the, like can concede on that point that when you turn on a Bills game, it's one of the most fun offenses to watch in the league. they got so many weapons. They do so many things right. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Josh Allen's fun to watch. Stephon Diggs, I, I could go on and on. But I'll tell you a stat that maybe you wouldn't think to look at that jumped out to me. They put up 38 points last week in 54 plays. In 54 plays, they gained 436 
total yards, which was an average of 8.1 yards per play. What this means is they can more or less gain yards whenever they want and however they want. But even more impressively, they held the ball for 27 minutes and 35 seconds in 54 plays. So when they want to slow it down and take the air out of the ball, as a professional say, they can do that. In comparison, the Chiefs ran 79 plays, gained 392 yards, and held the ball for just 32 minutes and 25 seconds. So the Bills ran 25 less plays. Yes, my math is absolutely phenomenal. And held the ball for just under five minutes less, and the and they were way more productive. It's just productive by the Bills. And like I said, it shows that they can get yards at will, or they can slow the game down and control the ball and hold the ball if they really want to and run it. Um, speaking of production, Josh Allen has been amazing this season, especially these last three weeks. In the last three weeks, he has nine touchdowns to just one interception. He has 928 pass yards while also adding 109 uh, yards on the ground and two rushing touchdowns. This guy is El Fuego. El Fuego. I like Buffalo's run game. Though I don't love Singletary or Moss by themselves, they actually kind of complement each other well, and it makes for an efficient run game for Buffalo, especially when you have Allen adding yards on the ground every single game. It's just all in all, I love this Bills team, and maybe it's just the offense. And like I said, that defense statistically is great, but maybe it's just that offense and Josh Allen, but I absolutely love the Bills here, minus 5.5 versus Tennessee, so I am locking that in as my second pick. And this one, this is actually a really, really hot segment. It is my dog of the week. We are 4-1 and one on the season with the dog of the week, and I do not see it changing this week. If you listen on Tuesday, you heard that one of my hot takes was that the Los Angeles Chargers would absolutely dummy the Baltimore Ravens by 10 or more points this week. So it's not really hard to imagine that my dog of the week this week is the Los Angeles Chargers on the money line at plus 135. Like I said, I got it on Tuesday. I think I looked today and they're at plus 120. So even Betway is seeing that they made a mistake with the starting line. In all honesty, I hopped, like I said, I hopped all over this on at plus 135. It's still plus 120 is still great value if you want to pick an outright winner, especially if it's an underdog. But I could dive into team stats for this one, but they actually match up pretty evenly. They're both top 10 in yards per game, passing yards per game, and points per game. The one stat where the Chargers have an advantage is the Ravens allow the fourth most passing yards per game. And I don't know if you've heard this, they're going against Justin Herbert. That's not good for them, because guess what? This guy may be an MVP not only one day, but this season. This is the weekly segment of the show where I just go off on Justin Herbert, because I love the guy so much. When you watch this guy play, he does everything, man. Everything. Everyone always goes after Mahomes. Even Josh Allen, he is just as good as those guys. I'm telling you, I always say he's going to be an MVP in the future, but it would not surprise me if he's an MVP this season, next season, like very, very soon. He is so fun to watch, and he's great. He's coming off a game where he threw for 398 yards and four touchdowns. He also rushed one in for a TD last week, and he's thrown for 11 touchdowns and no interceptions in the last three weeks. Everyone around him has been on fire at one point or another as well, which makes it even easier for him. He could just toss up the guys like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who are absolutely on fire, and just they catch the ball. Also, though, when you watch the game, he doesn't just toss balls up. He puts it in perfect spots. All right, I'm done on Justin Herbert, I promise. Austin Eckler has had big games. Keenan Allen has had big games. And oh yeah, Mike Williams is arguably been the best wide receiver in football this year. 
He's got 471 yards this season, which is fifth overall. He averages 15.2 yards per catch, which is top 20. He's got six touchdowns, which leads the league, and he averages 94 yards per game, which is fifth best in the league. When you have a top five receiver, a top five dual threat running back, a top five quarterback, and Keenan Allen, because I feel like he deserves to be mentioned, you're just going to run up the score every week, and that's exactly what this Chargers team does. Um, for the Ravens, I know they also score a ton of points, but they also give up 23 a game on defense. They played the Raiders, they played the Chiefs, Lions, Broncos, and Colts. Other than the Chiefs, no NFL team is scared of the Raiders, Lions, Broncos, or Colts offense for that matter. They gave they gave up 35 points when they played the Chiefs, and we know damn well the Chargers offense is just as good as the Chiefs. Like that is an absolute fact. Everyone always holds the Chiefs on a pedestal. The Chargers are right there. The more I talk the more I absolutely love this pick. You'll hear me barking on my Sunday quick hitter about this. The Chargers at plus 135, or if you hop on it today, plus 120. It's the dog of the week, baby. And now it's on to the money line parlay. And I did leave it to the end, and I'm going to be honest with you here. No, nobody else would do this. No other person who has put themselves out there like this would sit you down, look you in the face, and tell you what I'm about to tell you. This is 0 for 5. This is 0 for 5. On the, I give it out once a week. It's 0 for 5. The thing about it is you can't even bet against me. It's been 1 for 2 every single week. So I feel like you either have two options. Either you trust my process here, which I do. That's why I keep hammering it. You trust my process and you wait for it to hit. Or you just completely fade this all together and you just take my other picks for what they are and you say, you can't do money line parlays, pal. I don't know why you keep trying. But on to the first leg. It's the Green Bay Packers on the money line versus Chicago. And once again, I hopped on this on Tuesday, and I got Green Bay at minus 215 on the money line right now. Um, right now, they sit at minus 240 on the money line at Betway. So if you end up wanting to swap Green Bay out for someone with a little bit more value, then go ahead. But me personally, like I would stick with it. It's a rivalry game, and with this interdivision map, it's an interdivision matchup, and you just know Aaron Rodgers wants to take one last victory lap around this dis uh, division taking a little slap to everybody because he's probably out of Green Bay next year. Yep, you heard it. I mean, it's not really a hot take. He's probably out of Green Bay next year. With that being said, Chicago's got a really good defense. I will concede. They rank top 10 in every major category, and they looked good last week versus the Raiders. They got some pressure on Derek Carr. But the major, major problem for this Bears team is this offense, or, or lack thereof offense, I should say. But the only thing they could do is run the ball. As a team, they average 126.8 rushing yards per game on the ground, and that's about all they can do. But uh, to me, even that is not impressive to me. Justin Fields as your quarterback, he's going to take off, I don't even know, 15 times a game? Like, he's probably rushed. I, I didn't look at these stats. This is just going off of the top of my head. He's probably rushed it 25, 25 times. He's only had two starts. Like, I would guess he's rushed it 12 times a game. Anyways, the Packers, on the other hand, they score a ton of points. They can pass the ball effectively. They can rush the ball effectively. And the D has the capability to step up and make a big play for you like from time to time on defense. I understand it was a horrible throw by Burrow in, in uh, overtime last, last week. But guess what? They stepped up. They made the play. They make the catch. A lot, of, a lot of linebackers in the league on crappy teams, that'll just go off their hands and hit the ground. And you just be like, damn, another missed opportunity. But for the Packers, their defense can step up and make a play from time to time. They've won four in a row. And no, they're not. I know they're not a great team, but they're a good team, and that they know how to win ball, ga ball games in almost any situation that they can. They know how to take the air out of the ball and run it with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. They can come back and win. Look at Week Three 
versus San Francisco. I think they had like 40 seconds left. Look how good that team could be. A couple pops to uh, to Aaron Jones, a couple pops to Devontae Adams. They're in field goal range. They kick, they go home, they win the game. They know how to win ball games. So the first leg of the parlay is Green Bay over the Chicago Bears. The second leg, I'm very worried about. I'm hammering the table. I'm getting nervous. My palms are sweating. I got a drip of sweat rolling down my forehead. I am nervous. And it's the Cleveland Browns on the money line over the Arizona Cardinals. And you know what? I get, I understand. You've listened to this podcast this far. I've broken down this by stats. But a weatherman in Cleveland told me that there could be 40 mile per hour winds and heavy, heavy rain in Cleveland on Sunday. With that being the case, if there's 40 mile per hour winds and there's not going to be many field goals or extra points made and you're not going to be able to air the ball out, give me the Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb combo over the Chase Edmonds and James Conner combo any day of the week. And I know that's kind of a lame, lame pick. Not much on it. But guess what? That was my reasoning. And remember, you can't hold it to me. I didn't say it. A weatherman did. I would never predict weather. I'm not a weather guy. The weather guy said it, not me. So to quickly wrap up my picks, this week, I'm on the spread. I'm on the Cowboys minus four versus New England. I'm on the Bills minus 5.5 versus the Tennessee Titans. I'm on the dog of the week, the Chargers, plus 135 on the money line versus the Ravens. I get their plus 120 today. And the money line parlay, Green Bay Packers and Cleveland Browns. Follow me on Twitter at DylanKelly9797 or follow the pod at Show for the quick hitter on Sunday. But for now, that's all I got. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. But let me tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Bounty Sports, the Pick'em Style daily fantasy sports website and app where you can join tournaments for as little as $1. They run tournaments in NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, UFC, soccer, and even the PGA. Go on my Twitter at DylanKelly9797 and sign up using my link to let them know I sent you. And you get a free $5 when you sign up using my link. You could use that for five different tournaments and make absolute bank. Bounty Sports. Pick quick, win big.